Uh-oh, uh-oh, are we in this thing? Yes, we are. Hey, what's good, everybody? This is your girl, Miss P. I hope you are doing fantastic, phenomenal, all that good stuff. I hope you are doing all of that. And I am doing fantastic. You have seen the title correctly. We are getting to another episode of P-Valley. Yes, I've missed a couple episodes. Honey, life be life and honey, I'm sorry. But I have been watching last week's episode, honey. I mean, everybody was talking about it because Big T and Lil Murder got real, real acquainted. I mean, people were talking about it so much that I was like, okay, we got it. I mean, they were boying. Y'all didn't see that coming? Like, I saw them giving each other the googly eye. I saw that coming. Like, get a child. Mm-mm. Anyway, but this week's episode, I thought it was really well done. I love a good... um past, present situation and how they put that stuff together. You know how much I love This Is Us. So I love people's backstory and getting more on them. And Keyshawn was one I really wanted a backstory on. I love how Uncle Clifford was the narrator, honey. Like it was, I loved whoever thought of that because it made so much sense piecing it all together. And I loved how I don't know. It just added some extra stank to it. It still felt like a regular episode, even though this shined a light on Keyshawn's character. It's time for the Legends Ball, honey. This is like the stripper extravaganza. It felt like this episode was Players Club on steroids, okay? Featuring Jessica Dime, another girl I ain't get her name, and Jocelyn Hernandez, okay? Child, come on, love and hip-hop, come up. I was so here for this. Look at that. The spotlight and the check. Think back on this for a minute, y'all, okay? Think back of when we were introduced to Jocelyn Hernandez by Anne. We were introduced and humiliated. Okay, we saw all of that with Jocelyn Hernandez, with Stevelyn Jordan, sidebar with Stevie J. What is going on with him? Last time I heard him and Faith, okay, they weren't going to make it last forever, keep sweat. But then he apologized, I apologize, and I didn't know if they were getting back together or not. I'm confused. But anyway, we're, we're not talking about Faith and Stevelyn. But now I'm talking about Jocelyn Hernandez. Look at her, honey. Look at everything we saw her go through on Love and Hip Hop. We done seen her be on all these shows. Now she got her own platform. Now she on this show. Look at God. Look at him. Uh, same with Jessica Dime. We saw her. I mean, I, I've always enjoyed Jessica Dime. I have. Um, and now she's about to have a new baby. Like, this is beautiful, gals. I'm here for it. Even Cardi B. I'm speaking of the Love & Hip Hop franchise. And that DJ, whoever he was, I can't even remember, had the ball sack to tell her she will never make it. Now look at her. Look at all these women, child. So I'm saying all that to say you better be careful, okay, what you sow into people, okay? Because some people going to take the bait. Some people going to say, you said I ain't shit, so I ain't shit. But some people going to say, fuck you, okay, and glow up on your ass, okay? So I have to say I'm very proud of these women for, you know, the glow up, the come up, just doing their thing. And even with Jocelyn Hernandez and her shenanigans, okay, she's still doing her thing and can't nobody stop her. So big ups to that. I'm very into that. And I just thought that was fantastic how they did that. But anywho, back to P-Valley. Uh, so Miss Mississippi, okay, has her own night. And of course, Lil Murder feels the type of way. But they're still along for the ride because they own the tour, you know. So they got to um, make sure that they're hyping each other up. And you can tell Lil Murder, he's still ride for Keyshawn and vice versa because they both know about each other. You know what I'm saying? And it's time for the history of Miss Keyshawn. And I'm so glad because with everything she's been going through with Derek and how she did not want fine ass diamond. Ooh, every time I think about Tyler Leblu, 
Oh my God, that's a fine man. But anyway, I wanted to know, I need a backstory of her. Y'all remember earlier when I first did my review of episode one of season two, I had to say, we got to know a backstory and thank God they are doing it. So we go all the way back to Chuckalisa High School, okay? She was a transfer student um, and they all used to cheer together, meaning her, Derek, and her stepsister. But of course, she didn't make the squad, but Derek comes through and, you know, just sweeps her off her feet. You got to think back to the first person that swept you off your foots, okay? You were smitten. Your eyes was dancing. Me, at one point in time, had dancing eyes. And, you know, sometimes with your first love, your first crush, Baby, you will go through whatever. And then you think back on that and be like, what the hell was you thinking? We done all went through it. So you can look at this episode and be like, damn, Keyshawn. But you done been, you done had them type of moments. Anywho, I had to think though, damn, Derek been beating ass for a long time. He was still her Prince Charmer, but at certain points you could see some red call on the play flags, especially when those assholes were picking on her, calling her a dark-skinned chicken nugget. I said, how? there and the aha is it be your own people the majority of the time that make you question your own self okay so of course she was looking at Derek because her own people weren't even giving her the time of day I said child ain't that some shit like I said you gotta be careful okay what you sow into others especially with our hair with our complexion shit everything and how we speak to our children because what you're telling them they're believing and then when they go out into the world if they're hearing the same thing what kind of self-esteem you think they're going to have? Not nah. Fast forward a little bit, okay? And her stepmama is a complete asshole, okay? And mind you, the actress who plays her, she be playing these characters a bit too good because everybody she plays is an asshole. And you never know other people's trauma. So sometimes when I be looking at asshole characters, I'm like, damn, they had a lot going on. And then they end up putting it on other people. You ever see people who are just miserable, just sad, not sad all the time, but just put they, their misery and trauma on you you have to think damn what have you gone through and she always the stepmama references you know good hair and your hair has to be a certain way your complexion and how to attract the eyes of others especially if you ain't got shit going on and that shit has to be exhausting and Keyshawn honey she was exhausted everybody's talking about this mistletoe ball then they had a ball for the black people child and that's some shit it's some craziness but the aha is that shit goes on every day the stepsisters get invited. This was like some modern day Cinderella type of shit. The stepsisters get invited to their, um, <laughs> to their balls, LOL, but not Keyshawn. Um, did y'all peep when Keyshawn's daddy was like, come, can you take a picture of me and your sisters? And she was like, oh, okay then. How he was just overly handsy and kissing on the stepsister. I was like, ew. I mean, they didn't dig into that, but I was looking like, when y'all gonna talk about this? I mean, it's too much, but ew. So Derek then pops up had the blue dress in hand and everything for her, okay? She ends up having a great time at the ball. Um, some, you know, white people were giving her the eye, and Derek was like, you know what, actually, the committee president is actually my mama. I said, oh, shit. But anyway, um, come to find out it snowed that night. Keyshawn gave Derek some ass that night, and she came on home, and her stepmama put her on to some games. She said, honey, and mind you, she was drunk, and her daddy ain't come home yet. And I'm sitting here like, wait, he was here for the pictures. But where in the hell did he have to go this night? But anyway, she was like, honey, be careful being a man's Barbie doll, honey. He can always find another one. I said, ooh, yikes. Yeah. Oh, MG. Uh, back to the Legends Ball. 
present day. Keyshawn shows out per usual on that poll and whoever, I don't know if it's for real the actress who is doing this or whoever is her body double knew what the hell they was doing, especially when you thought she was going to fall and she picked it back up. I said, whoa. Anywho, Jocelyn puts her up on some game, players club style, and pretty much says, now listen, they're going to always see you as a hoe, hoe, okay? But it's up to you to play their ass. It's up to you if you want to be the hoe or not. I was like, actually, she said something else, but that's what I got from it. And I said, honey, that's some good game. It's the truth. So she ends up falling for Derek, of course. But then she gets pregnant, okay? Gets kicked out of her parents' house. Of course, Derek is shunned from his. I'm like, damn, they kicked you out of the whole family? Huh? That is where the shit begins. Because Keyshawn, you know, she pregnant. She looking at the bibs and the onesies. She's like, oh my God, this is the color that I wanted. She's going on and on and on. And then Derek had enough, okay? And he almost choked the pure shit out of her, okay? That was step one. And then here goes Uncle Clifford in the background. A piece of Keyshawn died that day. I said, oh, damn. So she runs back to her stepmom, and her stepmama said, nope, you did not make a mistake. You made a choice, honey, and you ain't coming back here. We don't want this in front of our kids. I said, damn, Gina, damn. Present day, money is looking good. It's time for Jocelyn's party. Honey, sidebar, Big Teak and Lil' Murder still arguing, and they on the outs, of course, and everybody know they fucking, you know, at the end of the day. And I knew it was some shit when Rome told her to come on up to his room or whatever, and hey, the wig line fell through. I said, uh-oh, and now it's some stripper heels, so go ahead and try these heels on, girl. I want to see the outfit, see if it go together tonight, because that's what you're going to be promoting. I'm always here for you, girl. We got this. So she tries it on. He's like, how that look? She was like, I, I mean, it look all right. She turned around. He got the camera phone in her face and his dick out. She like, wrong, you dick. And he like, well, girl, I mean, come on now. You, you ain't going to strip for me? She looking like, hola, hola, hola. What? She had to break down what she does. He still was like, baby girl, at the end of the day, you strip. And that's what you going to do. She declines, and he has the nerve to say, as much as I done done for you, and even tried to blackmail her with the video he had of Lil' Murder and Big T. I want to say, girl, if you don't run, thankfully, she gets her ass away. I thought she was going to take the end of that stripper hill and jab his ass in the ball sack, but she didn't. She did get away, though, titty all out. I said, ain't this some shit? And then she tells Wody what happened. Wody was nice enough to give her ass a robe and tell a girl you're not stupid, naive a little bit, but yeah, you ain't stupid. Child, you was just trying to get this money, honey. Wody then sees red. And just like any man or woman with good common sense, hates when somebody is being taken advantage of or tries to get taken advantage of. And then he goes down to Rome's room or wherever the room was. This is the craziest shit, though. He's having a fucking orgy in his room, okay? And he tells Wody, come on in. Wody gives him some coke lace with fentanyl, okay? Now, the aha is, Rome ain't that crazy. He was like, hold up, you take a line, too. Ain't no way you're going to just pass me some coke. Rome takes the third, not Rome, Wody takes the third coke line up from what he gave him. I said, smart man. And then he sits here and watches Rome die. 
while he's basically reading his rights to him and telling him, you going to see your mama somewhere. Child, I said good enough for Rome's ass. I can't stand slimy ass niggas. I can't stand it. As much puss that is out there for you and you want some that don't want you. That's what I mean. I can't stand pedophiles. I can't stand rapists. I can't stand women or men that take advantage of children or grown ass people, especially when there's people out here that want to do the same slimy shit as you. Now, anywho, we're going to go back to when Keyshawn was telling Wody what happened. Now, Keyshawn, open them eyeballs up. You didn't know Rome just wanted to fuck, as you said. Ma'am, he been giving you the snake eye since season one. Every time he talked to you, hey, Miss Mississippi. Like, he's just a slime ball. But I get it. Sometimes when people say, and I'm just trying to look out for you, then he has a snake in the grass the whole time. You saw Wody. I know this was last episode or the episode before last, looking at the side of his eye while him, Rome, and Miss Mississippi were talking. He knew what was up. But sometimes you be putting yourself in crazy situations and the snake can come and bite your ass. But it's up to you to get out of the grasp of the snake. But anywho, uh, Keyshawn then, of course, leaves the tour comes back home early and this whole scene had my stomach turning even worse than Rome trying to rape her ass okay her son is acting weird doesn't really want to be touched he's under a blanket and it's like what in the world and so is Derek talking about it say hi to mommy hi we missed you got hot dog with actually bun no no hot dog in the bun wanting to feed people I'm sitting here like Derek what the hell wrong with you she then takes her son to the doctor his elbow is dislocated and has a big-ass bruise on his back. Shit is crazy. She comes home. Now, mind you, Derek is always going on these damn job interviews. Ain't got no damn job, Tommy. And she tells Derek what the doctor had said. He goes in talking about it. Oh, my God, you haven't been here, Key, for two weeks. These kids are driving me crazy. If I want to discipline them and spank them, that's what I'm going to do. Honey, when she said this, I almost broke. She was like, you can beat me, but you are not going to beat my kids. He's only three years old. It was, oh my God, that back and forth. Meanwhile, like I said, he's getting ready for this interview. And she's like, I don't know why you're getting ready for this interview. You're not going to get it. I'm just going to continue to take care of my three kids. She lists off the two kids' names. And then she lists, before she could get Derek's last name out, he punches her in the face like they had a, a fight. I said, what in the hell? And proceeds to drag her ass. Drags her all the way to the living room. He picks up an iron. I mean, the iron on, honey, because he was ironing his shirt for the interview. He ain't gonna fucking get. And she, I mean, is going back and forth with him, basically saying, please, not my face. Anything but my face. And I'm sitting here like, you're bartering with this man not to burn your fucking face. He has the ball sack. They're trying to burn your fucking face. <gasps> Honey, I couldn't. I, I, I think I fast forwarded a bit because I could not do this because I was sitting here like, bruh, I can't take it. Good enough for Rome's ass to die, but something, something got to happen to Derek. I don't know what's got to happen, but something has to happen to Derek because ain't no damn way. You gonna put a fucking eye into my face. Woo, child. This episode was good, but it was sad as hell as the sa at the same time because there are so many people who are going through this very same thing every single day. It's art imitating life. And this season, honey, they doing the pandemic. 
They doing domestic violence. They doing every fucking thing that they can. And I have to say, this episode, it was, it, like I said, it was sad, but it was good. It was, it had layers to it. And I understand Miss Keyshawn a bit more. But something is about to happen with Miss Keyshawn and that Derek. I can feel it. Can y'all feel it? I can feel it. Down below, I'd love to know what are you thinking about this episode? Like I said, sad but good. I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad I'm still watching P-Valley and I had to talk about this one. Thank y'all so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Now, I will be back. Peace, love, and all that good stuff. God bless.